Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The uh, special schools or special needs schools will reopen at 50% capacity on the 11th of February, it was revealed last evening. Uh, Union Forcer, which represents special needs assistance, backed the plan and told its members that the proposed changes make returning to work as safe as could possibly be. Well, that's really all that can never be guaranteed. Now, I'm looking at an article in the paper here this morning in The Sun. Mum's Relief. Dublin mum of autistic boy eight suffering after losing educational support tells uh, of relief at special schools reopening. And that is Louise who's featured in that article and she joins me on the line. Louise, good afternoon to you. Hi, Thanks for having me on. Good. I, I, I picture yourself there and Aiden. I see a lovely picture of the two years. You're looking great. Uh, I don't know about that now. You could have done your hair. Now, money messing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I love it. Hello, <laughs> oh, no, it's a lovely picture of the two of you. Thanks. God no, bless. And, and I can see the love between the two of you there, a nice little embrace and everything. And he has Thanks, his headphones on him. Why, he, I mean, yeah. Does he wear yeah. them all the time? Does he wear his he headphones? He does now, to be honest with you. Sometimes you kind of lift them off his ear. Okay, I see that. the back of his head. Yeah. He likes kind of having the security... Um, to be honest, he's, he's a better quality of life with them because he's extremely... Sensory, I suppose. Sen- sensory issues to noise. And what are they like? Know? Are they like builders kind of headphones to you kind of dampen the noise? I buy them. I buy them and being q for right. 12 euro. Now, I have to buy a pair every couple of months because he wears them constantly and obviously the smell. Now, you can get them in artistic shops for slightly right, more okay. expensive. What a like great idea. So it kind of dulls down those loud, sharp noises that he might yeah. hear that might upset yeah. him a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it makes him happy so I'm happy okay well are you well you are you happier now that you've learned the schools will be going back mm-hmm. mind you they, we shouldn't be in this situation but no, we I'm are where we are not. you know um am I happy I will hold my breath until the 22nd Aiden is in an ASC unit out in Dunleary um so he's back the 22nd okay and on the 22nd that will be nine full weeks of school so and every other country in the world Special needs their, have gone back. Yeah, has yeah. their special needs schools opening. Yeah. We've had people say to us, um, just get on with it, just mind your, your kids yourself. Yeah. It's it's not like that. I mean... Um, I mean, for, particularly for kids with special needs and, and Aiden, yeah. you know, and, and kids with autism and kids with other difficulties and needs. I mean, they do regress when they don't have of that routine of school. Yeah. And I mean, you have to fight long and hard to get them where you need to be. I was told to put Aiden in a mainstream class because they'd no place for him last year. Now, Aiden, Aiden has limited speech, violent tendencies mainly directed towards me, thank God. Um, and then when you say thank God, that's still not good well, either. I know, and it's, it's difficult, like, but something that goes with the territory, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just glad he can mix with other children and he can go out and he can do his thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we ha- I had to fight God. I went to a solicitor, I went to TDs. I spoke to counsellors. I've, I've actually been on your show a couple of times. You, you have. Know, speaking yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and eventually they were, Aidan is in, was in a preschool in Inchcore, an artistic preschool in Inchcore. Now, they didn't just take him streets. They moved mountains with him. Fantastic mm-hmm. people. Yeah. And, and does he get excited at the thoughts of, I mean, does school calm him down, oh, do, do you think? I mean, he waits every morning at 20 past eight to get his taxi grant. They send a big black taxi for him and they have his special needs assistant, Becky, who okay. he called Sweetheart. Okay. Every morning, um, Becky comes for him. Aidan does say to me, bus, bus, which he's continuing to say to me. Right, bus, okay. Bus, And he gets in the bus. He's as happy as Larry. 
his teacher gave him a video call on Friday and Aidan kept trying to, it's like he was trying to jump into the phone to the teacher, if that makes sense. <laughs> I get it, yeah, I get it, I kept get it. saying to him, hi, kiss, bye, sweetheart. Ah, uh, you know, God bless Overwhelmed, him. Yeah, yeah, overwhelmed. So I'm just hoping. And is he, have you noticed now since the school has stopped, and at times when school stops, of course, during summer as well, normally anyway, but of course this, this year has been one long summer for school. Yeah. How would you think about it? Have you found that he's angrier and he's more oh, frustrated so and... He's riddled with anxiety, for want of a better word, Niall. Yeah. He, um, Aiden will just, at random times of the day, I'd say at least three times every half hour, I'll get, ah! Ah! Like he'll scream at the top of his lungs. Okay. Because the child just doesn't know. Like, I mean, he knows in the morning. He gets dressed, he has his bite to eat, he gets in his taxi, mm-hmm. goes to school, does his thing, comes home. He might go to the park if it's, what if it's, all right out. Yeah. Um, he'd play out the back on his trampoline or whatever. Wear himself out, twi- essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And will he sleep? Does he sleep? Because I know no. a lot of kids with autism no. don't sleep no. very well. He does when he's in school. Okay. He could be get 10, 11 hours. Okay. He'll be eight. But at the minute, he's wandering around the house until in the morning, okay. three in the morning. That, that's difficult and for you, too. I can imagine it must be very difficult for you because you have to watch him all the time, obviously. Yeah, it's mentally draining. My heart, I, I can do it. I can do it, but my heart breaks seeing my son Still, my son just so he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know which way to turn. You know? know, he doesn't know. know. He wants his life back. Yeah, you yeah. know that's, that's and, and, and and you want. I mean, I'm not saying in a selfish way, but you want yeah. your life back in a sense that you want to be to be able to be to have this situation more manageable as well because it's it's not as manageable when he doesn't have that outlet in his life. No, I want to be able to leave this world and know that my son is as independent as he can be, that he can be compassmentous yeah. and making his own decisions. Every, now, I do my best. I spend a fortune on CBD, lion's mane, vitamins, just, just trying to make, um, just trying to give him as much of a balance as possible because his diet is so poor. And I do try and teach him, but I, I don't have the education. To be a special needs. Well, you're not trained, and no more exactly. than I would or anybody else. I mean, exactly. I don't know. You know I'm not a teacher. Do it. <laughs> These people, I just they're, they're angels walking this earth, and they're not given enough credit. You know the bond that they have with those children. It's and the love they they literally take them to their heart. Aidan got a birthday message from his principal, from his aide that brings him to school, from the two SNAs, and a video call from his teacher. One of the SNAs was actually fighting back the tears. I could see it in her. All she wanted to, do, all she wanted to do, is to be in a classroom with the kids. Because she, because she knows the damage that's been done to them at the moment by being closed. And and you know, I know there's a lot of blame game going on at the moment. Is it the government? Is it the unions? Is it the teachers? But look, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. We just need to get them back to school. We, that's the priority is just getting, getting them back. Children back. Yeah, but class. stay there actually just for a second because Paul, oh. you're on the line as well. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. You're, you have the same situation with your son, Kason. I don't know. How are you doing? Is um, it Kaysen or Kaysim? Kaysen. Kaysen, okay. All right. Uh, and uh, you, you have the same situation and, you know, they've you've three more weeks to wait. Well, this is it. I mean, as far as I could see last night, there's a lot of backstopping going on with the politicians and they're all uh, congratulating Norman Foley and Josephine jo- Madigan on advocating for our children and the good work they've done. But all they told us last night is that we have to th- endure three more weeks of regression. Mm-hmm. and the damage that causes, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just shows complete lack of understanding of the situation. We haven't got three weeks. Yeah. How much that can be done that three weeks? And we've already been in this situation for three weeks. Yeah. And uh, regression is, it's, it's desperate. Watching him, watching that son regress in front of our eyes, 
it's heartbreaking. And, and, and it's and the it's, same as Louise. He, he's full of frustration, anxiety and anger, is he? Exactly. And to be honest with you, last week he went through what is, I can only describe as just severe depression. And look, well, he's five. He's five years old. He's five at Christmas. Yeah. He's just in his bed. He's just got a, a bleak look on his face and he just wouldn't get out of bed. He wouldn't. He's just lifeless. You know what I mean? And yeah. he just went on for a few days. This right. is depression in a five-year-old. And that's not acceptable, is it? We no. haven't got... I mean, and not only that... I mean, the, the, the state, since we voted in the referendum, going back, whatever, three years ago, uh, for the protection of children, the state has a responsibility, and not just to protect children, and particularly your children, both of your children with autism, because obviously they're special needs, but has a, a responsibility to all children, and not just to protect them, to educate them. And they're failing in that responsibility. Yeah, but it has to be said as well. Now, I think if you start, if you keep using the word educating, it's so much more than education. Oh, no, I know that. I know, know with your mean? children and it is, or yourself and Louise, and it's, obviously. It's, there's people out there that are just saying that, like, as yeah, Louise says that, we're just looking for babysitters and we can't handle our kids and all that. It's so much more than education. There's you know, the taught life skills. And also home parents, we have, we have to fight long and hard for everything that we get. And we have to fight hard to, to teach them these life skills. And to see them just washing away in the space of a few weeks, like, we're talking about two or three years worth of work. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, toilet training. We worked for 18 months, long, hard months, and it was desperate, like, uh, to get him out of nappies. And now he's back in nappies. He's, yeah, so it's kind of one step forward, in. three steps back. Yeah, yeah I get so it. much work, you know. Just and, and do you find that, Louise, as well, that any steps forward that he may have made last year, you think he's kind of lost those steps and he's kind of back to where he was again? Oh, absolutely. And I think as well, the, it's, it's a very, um, it's something that was just thrown out yesterday. In other words, look, we're great. We've done it. Special needs schools are back open on the 11th. And the special needs classes, the ASD units are back on the 22nd. But what they're not mentioning is midterm break is uh, two days after them special schools so, open. Yeah, so I'm wondering what's going to happen. Yeah. I, 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 Genuinely now, are they going to close again for midterm? They can't do that. They literally oh, only they, open. They oh, can't all close again. What a surprise, you know, you know. And as well as that, you know... Um, they're off for a week, and them special needs schools are um, only ba- only uh, doing fifty percent capacity. And those are children with um, extreme needs. Those would be children that um, don't eat, that have to be fed with a peg. Those would be children that have extreme self harm tendencies. Yeah, I mean, Paul will tell you, you don't know autism until you live it. Well, every case you is know? different as well. Absolutely. Every child is different. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I'm actually thankful. My children wouldn't be top of the spectrum, but they wouldn't be very bottom of the spectrum either. Mm. Yeah. I've met mothers whose children are five years of age that have told them they want to die. I've met mothers oh whose children are sliding down the stairs and getting their knees to the point where they're, they're raw and they're bleeding, you know. And then um, Simon Harris's brother Adam runs that charity as I am. And I'm not getting, I'm, some people love him, some people hate him. But I mean, I've never heard them address issues of extreme autism where the children don't get caught by early intervention, mm-hmm. where they just slip through the system, you know. And early intervention is vital. You don't catch these kids early to give them the life skills. And, and, and no chance. Paul, where where would Kaysen be on the spectrum? You know, I mean, from your point of view, um, I mean, would he be mild to medium, or would he be high on the spectrum? I don't know. I mean, he's yeah. diagnosed level three of like one to three, three being the most severe. So he's yeah. non, he's non verbal. Okay, he is very limited independence. Like at the moment, we're trying to teach him how to do, like put on, his, take his put his clothes on, and all that kind of thing. And it's difficult. So I would say, like, he would be uh, high up on the spectrum. You know, and, and can um, I? 
Can I just ask you, Paul, sorry for interrupting you there. I remember, now I did pay privately for both of my boys to get their diagnosis. Now, Charlie still hasn't been diagnosed by the HSC. Aidan um, was diagnosed by the HSC. Um, they didn't dispute Dr. Fitzgerald's diagnosis of autism because, you know, it's as plain as day. Yeah. But um, the day Aidan went in for his cognitive assessment, he didn't have a good night's sleep the night before. The sun, it was that really hot summer when um, the, the weather was just, none of us were sleeping. And I actually said to the psychologist, I said, can we come back? I said, I know he's not performing to you to the best of his ability. She said to me, no, I'm sorry. It's today or not today. So I know his cousin. And I know, I know that feeling because I had, when, my, when my own daughter was younger, of course, she has dyspraxia. She has dyspraxia. Yeah, and yeah. when she was younger, I remember having to go for the assessment in town, up there so near Harcourt Street somewhere. But then yeah. eventually we started going privately because we felt that it was that time, that day, and maybe that day, that time wasn't suitable for her because yeah. it wasn't her best day. So it was better for us to pick a time ourselves. So we ended up going privately in the end. But it was just, again, to get hours. You know what I mean? To get, yeah. you know, to get, uh, you know, education hours and to, and to get assistance for her and to get her help. Well, Thankfully, she's 19, by the way, now. now, and she's great and she's doing really well. Well, I, I, my oldest daughter actually has dyspraxia yeah. and like that is they don't kind of go into the mental health side of things, which yeah. is your understanding. But with the help, they, it's, it's very, very manageable. Um, do, do me a favour, both of you. Stay there for a second because I don't want to rush you, but I want to just try and get as many as I can before I go into the break. I understand. Uh, Jane, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jane? Oh, sorry, Jane, did I not turn you on there? Oh, I do apologise. Sorry, Jane, hold on, i get you on here. Sorry, Jane, go ahead. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Your son is only going back to school for one day before the midterm, and now you're in kind of limbo about the whole thing. So uh, this is what Paul mentioned. So the midterm starts kind of two days after they're meant to go back. So literally yeah, they're only well, going back to school for one bloody day. Yeah, I go back um, on the 11th and 12th of February. They're going back alternate days, so he's in for one day, and then they're off on the 15th. Ah, so Stop. 22nd, whatever. She whatever what? they, they wanted to go back in the end, really. <laughs> so what's the, what's the point of that? I mean, uh, this is, I mean, why would you be taking a holiday when they've, I mean, with respect to the teachers, they've been off since before Christmas. Uh, it doesn't make any I sense. I don't know. I probably won't send my son back anyway because he's, he's already very um, high about the whole thing in that way. And yeah. And you don't want to give him false hope, I suppose, yeah. No, he wouldn't even understand. He wouldn't have a clue. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't care about coronavirus. He doesn't have it. Well, of course not, of course. He doesn't, yeah, that that doesn't enter into his head at all, no. And, no, and how old is he, Jane? How old is your son? He's 10, nearly 11. And he's he doesn't sleep. He doesn't... He, everything has to be done for him. You have to supervise him to do everything, you know, that kind of way. He doesn't yeah. brush his teeth, doesn't... Is that him in the background there, is it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping you busy there, is he? I'm sure sure he is. Harassing me. (laughs) Harassing you. And then he doesn't sleep either, you know, that way. So he's up all night. Yeah. I know. Um, And I'm I'm sure Paul and Jane, or should I say Paul and Louise, can empathise with your situation there at the moment. He'll keep you busy. Uh, And, and, you know, have you the same as as, uh, Louise and Paul? Have you found that he has regressed without having a schedule there? Oh, definitely, oh, yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely. Especially the sleeping. We had him in a really good sleeping routine. And now he never was a good sleeper, that he'd be up at night, but he used to put, go to sleep himself in his bed. But now yeah. one of us has to sleep in with him, basically. Right. And he's developed OCD over the whole course of the whole thing, so he has to be touching the floor at night time if he wakes up. Right. Um, so the minute he wakes up, he wakes up within an hour or two going to bed. 
and then he's touching the floor and then he's getting beside him. And you know, I feel uh, I feel sorry for all three of your children, but I also feel sorry for all three of you as well and your partners or whatever, whoever happened to be living with you too, because it, it makes life more difficult for everybody. And, and because oh, for them, school is something that calms them. And I, I get that. It's actually the worst thing is the horrific abuse you've been getting as a parent. Like, I can't put a washing machine on the house. I can't hoover. I can't do anything, basically, because he doesn't like the noises of it. And what about, like the, I mean, I was talking to Louise there. There's a lovely picture of Louise, by the way, and her son Aidan in the paper there today in the sun. And she's got these little builder's headphones on him. Oh, yeah, he wears those. It doesn't make any difference, though. He can still, he can still do noises. And, yeah. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, Jane, I found CBD hugely helpful to my son. I don't know if that's... CBD oil, is it? Yeah, I found it hugely helpful because my son, Charlie, is four. He used to bang his head off the ground, you know, to the point where it would bleed. And now that's all stopped. And how do you you administer that? Like a drop on his tongue or something, is it? No, I hide mine. I hide it in their food or in his drink. No, okay. I'm I'm not a doctor. know nothing about it. And maybe you should tell us about that. But I'm I'm assuming it's not dangerous anyway. Oh, no. And it just calms them, is it? um, It's regulated by the Food Safety Authority. Okay. Craft is a food supplement. Okay. All right. Okay. So So CBD oil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, well yeah, actually, just before I go to the break, I just want to bring one other person on before we go to the break. And Linda is a regular caller of the show and regularly talks to us. Linda is an SNA and a woman with a very good heart as well. Linda, you've been listening to the three parents there, I delighted have. with the news that they're going back. But yep. the problem is, they're going back, and then as soon as they go back a day later, it's just midterm. Yeah. Look, listen. Um, I, I completely sympathise with those parents. Um, I'm only off at Zoom actually with the children that I work with, so I know the the stress that they're all under and how the children, how they're, you know, children with special needs don't co- they aren't coping with being at home, and that's obviously why the priority was to get them back to school. But um, it makes no sense. The announcement came yesterday as a ball down to blue, but I think on Twitter yesterday there was word that local councillors had told parents of these uh, reopening dates before any of the education staff or other parents were told. So it's just the Department of Education, as usual, Niall. They, uh, just the not communicating they, properly, yeah, of course. don't communicate, and they were told before about this, and sure, look, it's gone again. But again, this plan, I want to see kids back to work. We all want to go back to work. But like that, how do we, we bring them back for a day? We go for a week. When is well, I mean, what, I mean, with respect, Linda, I mean, if, if the kids are going to go back, so the revised plans mean the special needs schools will reopen at 50% capacity yeah. on the 11th of February, while special classes in other schools will reopen for all students the on the 22nd. 22nd of February, right? Yeah. So if, if there's a midterm break, right, can, mm. can I mean, and I, I'm not being bad here to teachers and yourself, mm-hmm. they've been off since, I know they've been working, you know, in the background scrap as well. Scrap the midterm, is that yeah, what you're say? Why can't they just scrap the midterm for this year? Sorry, I mean, why not? This makes, yeah, like... This is where we're coming from. Norma Foley, Josefa, they they haven't told us any. There's been no kind of consultation with teachers, with the SNAs. Um, this came out of, and sure, we still don't know. We heard the announcement yesterday. Today, apparently, the circular is being released and that the devil will be in the details. We don't know why they have came up with this decision. Um it makes no sense. Then there's a whole thing of when will the rest, when will the leaving certs go back? When will mainstream classes go back? What well, we, we'll, we'll look at that another day and we'll talk about the leaving cert. And I know there's, my own daughter's doing leaving cert this year. But so we can that, talk about that another time. But parents with, there's children with special needs that are in ordinary mainstream classes and they're not being brought back. Absolutely. So, that's not fair on those because I know from, I didn't always work in a unit, I worked in mainstream and there's children there that would be 
they, they deserve the same chances, the children that are going Yeah, who don't learn as well at home. And I get that. Yeah. I do get that. Yeah. And that's equally as important. But I suppose from a point of view of real regression, the real regression yeah. is with cases like, you know, Jane, Paul and Louise who were on and their children. Severe on the spectrum. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Where, I yeah. mean, literally they're banging their heads off floors. Literally they're not sleeping anymore. And, like, I, I, and Aidan is delighted even the, the thoughts of school, yeah, you know, when the bus I, coming for him. Like what that father was saying there about children and depression and stuff. I've a five-year-old depressed. With my own kids. Yeah. And they're, they're, they don't have special needs. My daughter's not coping well with, she's doing her work, she's doing it. But you can see by her, and I said, what's wrong? She said, I miss my friends. I, they miss going to school for social yeah. interaction. And with autism and children that have special needs. That and I, I did the same me as an adult. I'm 57, but I love coming to work. I would miss I work if I didn't come into work. You know, I mean, some of our some of our DJs here on the radio station are working from home, and, and yeah. it, it's easier for them because they're playing music. I have to obviously talk to callers, so it's a bit more technically difficult for me to work from home. Oh, Niall, it's, it's but I'm I'm, de- I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, like Niall, I I miss my class. I miss the children that I work with. Honest to God, Niall, I treat them like my own children, and it's even when I see their little faces today on Zoom and everything, you, you wish that you were with them and you feel for those parents, but sure. Well, then why why, aren't, why isn't every SNA like you, Linda? And I'm sure they are. I'm sure most of them are. Why aren't they just turning around to the unions and saying and to the government saying, look, we want to go back. We'll go back. Will you stop all the fighting? We want to go back to these kids and forget about this, the midterm break. We're grand. Yeah. We don't yeah, need I, the midterm. I, we've had, a, we've had eight months of a midterm break. Yeah, we, we don't know what's going to... We Today, as I said, the circle will come out today. We still don't know really what's going to happen or how it's going to... How we but why are we waiting for them to make decisions constantly all the time for Forza, um, the, the, the ASTI, the, T, the, the TS, whatever it's got on yeah. the head, and the, the government, Noma Foley, and everybody else. Why are we making for, waiting for everybody else to make decisions when the teachers have the power within themselves? They're passionate about their jobs. Most of them are like you, Linda. They want to go back to these kids, and they want to go back to kids in general. Why are they all, they, they all just turn around and say, we're going you know back. What, Stop you know all this. It's not even about SNA. It's not about teachers. It's a political football match. Uh, well, I know that. Like, well, the vaccines like have turned into a political football match. Everything turns into a political football match in this country. Everything. Yeah, and you know what, Niall? I've never seen anything like what those parents are saying. The hatred, the fighting, the arguments. The, I've never seen anything like it in the past few weeks and people pitted against each other. Like, that's not good for any of us. No. And, like, the, the fault herein lies with the government because they, they could have planned for this. We could have had kids not without school. You could have had support there, but sure, I think last year when they seen that things were going back to normal, they thought, sure, we won't have this again, but sure, long behold, here we are again. Here we are again. Well, look... But you know what the the positivity is? Look, they're going back, we're going back, there's a slow reopening plan, but sure... Yeah, well, let's get a campaign going to abandon the uh, the midterm break. Listen, Louise, I have to I have to go move on. But listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air and talking to us again today. All right, and thank you very much indeed, Linda. I appreciate you coming on the air, Paul, and also to Jane as well. The whole audience, and I, and I hope the kids all do well when they go back to school. Listen, thank you. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.